welcome everyone to episode five of the Couch Country Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be very Nintendo heavy, apparently. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we have a full house again today. Let me go ahead and uh, have my co-hosts introduce each other. Take it the floor, guys. Hey guys, it's uh, Nicholas. Um, I hope you guys are going to tune in for this great episode. Hey guys, it's Don here. Everyone's doing well today. Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, it's Amir here. Hoping everybody having a good weekend. Oh yeah, I hope. I mean, I love the weekend. Hope we can uh, have a great one. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So Nintendo is apparently a big, big year this year. So uh, let's talk about a lot of things. Uh, Mir, I feel like you should start us off because like you're, I feel like you're the more Nintendo guy than the rest of us. Uh, so right. what? What are some things you expect in 2022 for Nintendo? All right. Um, I mean, surprisingly, I'm not, I'm, I, I like Nintendo, but I'm not like I'm definitely like Nintendo is the bottom for me outside of Xbox and PlayStation. But I mean, I get Nintendo for specific things. Um, as you guys know, like my biggest thing for Nintendo this year is Splatoon 3. That's what I'm waiting for. I seen this article. I think it was I forgot who published it. I think it was like IGN or something like that. But they were talking about how March is going to be a big a big month for uh, Nintendo Switch games. And like I'm looking at it's not the same article, but I'm just looking at March releases for like uh, Switch games. I mean, a lot of the stuff is like indie stuff. Um, lay, lay them on us. Let's, what's coming out? Uh, I'm seeing One Piece Prior Warrior 4. Uh, hold on, give me a second. All right, cool. Here we go here. Um, oh, so this new Kirby game is coming out. That's, I think that's one of the biggest releases that's coming out for March for the Switch. Uh, this new Kirby, I think it's, um, it's like a new platformer type like Super Mario Odyssey inspired game. Um, I haven't been, I was never really the biggest Kirby fan, but I think I might check it out. It looks pretty interesting. I mean, in terms of like, as we all know, like the big, one of the biggest releases is this new Pokemon Legend. It's coming at the end of January. It's going to be absolutely fire. Everybody's saying like, it's a Breath of the Wild inspired Pokemon game. True, but I've heard um, some oh, yeah. sketchy things about it so far. You said sketchy things. Yeah, like uh, apparently, like the uh, the frame rate apparently is not looking great on like a lot of the uh, a lot of the trailers and stuff like that. But see, that's the thing. It's like this is a Nintendo game. It's, you know, it's only for the Switch. So like, how can it? How can they not make that work? Right. Right. You know. But I mean, anyway. So we got uh, Persona Four. Uh, that's coming out in March, um, to be exact. So it's called Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Um, there's a uh, Vampire Masquerade. Oh, I'm sorry, that's in May, not March. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of like Persona 4, Kirby, um, most of everything else is like pretty much indie games. One of the games I am looking forward to is uh, Ali Ali World. I know that's like an indie platformer skateboarding kind of game. Um, that's going to be on everything, actually. I think it's going to be on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and the Switch. But from what I've seen from gameplay, I think I'll just get it on the go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've seen that game. Yeah, I was going to say, a game like that, I feel like it will probably strive better on the Switch anyway. 
I feel like I feel like indie games in general are just like more acceptable on the Switch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it's just something you want to play like on the go anyway. Like, yeah. But uh, real quick, going back on Splatoon three, uh, I'm hella hyped for this game. I am all for it. I can't wait for Splatoon three to come out. I'm buying that drone probably day one. <laughs> probably yeah, for sure. Like the, the the graphics look nice. They they got a lot of new weapons. There's that like tank ball tank thing that they just introduced that looks really cool. So like, I, well, I mean, I think I, we will talk about Splatoon three later because I think that's one. Yeah, we'll go more depth later. I'm just saying that. Later. But uh, yeah, Nintendo's looks like it's got like a lot of heavy hitters coming out in 2022. I feel like Pokemon Legends Arceus is going to be like the big one of 2022. Yeah, or at least at least for the first half. Like even if the even if the game doesn't look very well, I feel like they're still gonna like that game's still gonna sell like crazy. It's oh like yeah, absolutely, absolutely for sure. But see, that's the thing too, is because it's like all right, like uh, with that coming out, what can top it, right? Like a- anything else, they I don't think Kirby's gonna beat it. I think Splatoon three possibly can. I mean, uh, unless they release like Breath of the Wild two or like I was Red just Red gonna see that or something like that. I think this Pokemon might be the like the home run for Nintendo this year. But uh, but yeah, the the whole like speaking of uh, Legend of Zelda, that game is slated to come out twenty two twenty twenty two, but I don't think it has a release date yet, so no one actually knows. But yeah. uh, it, when, I, I promise you, when that when, I don't even care what the how good or bad it is, you know that game's gonna sell like hotcakes. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, are you talking about Breath of the Wild or Pokemon? Yeah, Breath of the Wild two or whatever they're gonna call it. Yeah. I still never finished the first one. It's hella long. It's too much shit to do in there. I'll get around to it one day. I'm just Zelda guy. It's not my yeah. Favorite. That's what. That's what I'm thinking though. Like Breath of the Wild two would be like a close contender for Splatoon three. If it had any like for sales wise, you know. Now, Nick, you got any uh, hopes and uh, expectations for Nintendo for this year? Um, I mean, I'm not really the biggest fan of Splatoons. I mean, I did try to when, you know, my co-host Mir, uh, me and Mir, uh, we used to play it on the Nintendo Switch. And um, I don't know, I didn't like about I didn't like it too much because of the mechanics. I mean, it wasn't difficult to learn the game, but it was just, you know, it, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Um, so for splatoon 3 i don't know i mean i i didn't i didn't hear too many good reviews on it so i'm not really um having a lot of expectations for it but i mean i'm willing to give it a shot you know i mean two i didn't like two but you know who knows i mean they might add some new things to the game that i might actually enjoy so i mean I, i'll give it a shot as far as uh splatoon 3 um I don't know. I, know, I may be uh, taking a long sh- shot at this, but I mean, I would like to see another Mario game. I mean, I know they recently dropped the Mario game like, what, two years ago? Um, I think uh, the Bowser. I, I forgot Bowser, what it was. Yeah. 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 Action, didn't it? No, I think well, it was. It was a, it was a uh, I think originally it was, uh, it was on the Wii U, the Mario 3D World or whatever. The Bowser's yeah. Fury was an additional, like, add on thing. Yeah. But Bowser's the game itself is a. Uh, I thought Bowser's Fury was a DLC for Odyssey. 
No. No. Expansion for uh Mario 3D World. Right. But no, nah, I agree yeah. with you, yeah, for sure. Like we definitely need like a new and like not any like Mario Party, Mario Sport game or nothing like that. Like it was like Mario exactly. Like remake Mario sixty four. Right, like, right. Odyssey two. Like we definitely need a new Mario game with this one. Right, because I think uh, I think uh, Odyssey was like really good. I really enjoyed playing that one. So if I we can get another one of those, <laughs> I would really expect that like for this year. It's probably not this year, but in expectation, like you know, I would love to see that. Yeah. Speak, speaking of Mario, uh, I just wanted to get a quick uh, like a general consensus of how everyone feels about the Mario movie coming out. How we uh, how do we feel about that? Oh, uh, I actually didn't know that there was a movie coming out for that. Oh, Wait, you didn't, I didn't know either. Yeah, no, we didn't hear that. No. Okay, so let me let me go in and tell you. So, Illumination, the guys who made uh, Despicable Me and all of, all those movies, they're making a uh, a Super Mario movie, and they casted Chris Pratt as Mario. I'm, Charlie, I'm down with that. And this Charlie Day as Luigi. <laughs> Charlie Day as Luigi. Oh my yep. god! <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the cast. Oh, and Michael, my, um, my Michael Keegan Key or whatever his name is, Michael something. You know, you know the guys from Key and Peele. One, the other guy, not Jordan Peele, but the other guy. He's playing Toad. Oh so my like, goodness! So like, oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, 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 I feel like the, this movie's gonna be very meme heavy because like all the ridiculous casting, but at the same time. I'm all for it. I can't see Chris Pratt being... I mean, he's a great actor, but I can't see him being Mario now. Nah, I can see him being Mario for sure. I really... I can't, but that's not the part I'm interested in. I'm all I'm all for Charlie Day's Luigi. Like, Yeah, yeah I agree with that. That's, I'm all for. That one's going to be hilarious. Like, that movie's going to... I'm telling you, I'm going to be spewing popcorn and, and soda all over that movie theater. Now, would it be able to top Sonic, though? That's the question. Oh, I, I honestly, I doubt it will. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Sonic is like the golden standard for video game based game uh, movies nowadays. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this this movie's gonna be really weird and everything. But since we're still on the topic of Nintendo, um, I'm assuming there was a rumor going around that Fortnite will finally get a Nintendo based character, but no one knows who that Nintendo based character is. So my question to you guys is, which Nintendo character would you like to see in Fortnite? And why? I would like to see Zelda just because it just would be it's Zelda. Like I would love Link. Yeah, yeah. with Link. I'm, I meant to say, yeah, Link. I would like to see Link. I apologize, guys. Um, yeah, I would like to see Link just because it's like, I don't know. Link is an awesome character. I love his sword. I love his shields. And, um, you know, if they can add, I don't know, like the sword as a pickaxe, that would be cool. Like that, that's my expectation. Uh, yeah, no, I can see that for sure. Like Link being and uh, see the only thing I don't know, like the well, because I was gonna say, would his costume really fit in the game? Because you know Link has like a, but then again, if you use something like from like Breath of the Wild or something like that, yeah, I mean I can see. But then and at the same time, Link is kind of short too. You know, Fortnite characters have to be a certain like height, like because they don't have yeah. any miniature characters in the game too. So. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I. Like, I, I would like to see Samus. We need Samus for sure. <laughs> Samus fits that criteria. Like, 
Yeah, but how are they going to do Samus? Samus is one-handed, so it's like, how are they going to do that? How are they going to hold the pickaxe? That's a good, that, yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to be the, the regular Metroid suit. It can be the Zero Q Samus. Oh, you know, they do yeah, the extra extra edit point. styles and stuff like that. So, okay. you know, she has, I don't know, like guns as pickaxes or whatever. But I think that'd be pretty cool. Don, we, we all know that Fortnite's your favorite game. So, like, what would you what would you pick? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not sure because, uh, you know, I'm the one out of the bunch that's not too well known to be playing Fortnite. But it'd be cool if they had, like, a crossover thing. Like, if they traded, like, a, a Fortnite character put it into Smash and put a uh, you know, so Smash character into Fortnite. That'd be cool. They did something like that or that or something. Like a reverse thing where they, instead of putting a, a Nintendo character in Fortnite, they just put Fortnite in Nintendo. That's okay. I honestly thought they were going to do that already, but I guess not. Yeah, but, like a crossover kind of thing. I don't know. But I have a very, very obscure choice. I want them to put a Pokemon in in uh, Fortnite just because like you know just keep things fresh and like different so like I'm gonna go with Greninja in, in, in Fortnite give me Greninja so what they do is I don't see them putting the actual Pokemon they would just get a character with the skin on there but you know how they have like characters with like fucking uh, dinosaurs and like dogs and stuff like that they would just put like the Pokemon skin sure that's fine too i don't care give me like i said as long as it's greninja based or or give me lucario i don't know yeah lucario would be badass how about uh mewtwo mewtwo would be yeah, cool too like, mewtwo would be cool too yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing mewtwo that'd be pretty funny actually now that i think about it but uh yeah i, I would like a pokemon based thing in fortnite that'd be pretty cool or they could do like a thing where they put yeah, no, my fault. We go ahead, go ahead now. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, or they could do a thing like they could put Ash Ketchum in there and just have him yeah, do like exactly. different Pokemon yeah. emotes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but Ash, Ash sucks. No one cares about Ash. Imagine Team Rocket. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, you know, like, have, like the have characters. Like, and... That's, actually, have, that's like, not a bad. Actually, I would, take, I would take Team Rocket and like the backpack would be like Meowth. Just oh, my backpack. God, that would be great. That'd be cool. So, uh, yeah. Fortnite, cut that check. We we did the job for you. I don't even think it's epic. I think it's more so like, will Nintendo budge? Like, yeah, I know Nintendo's <laughs> not really big on sharing. I mean, but then again, yeah, look, look like, at Smash Brothers nowadays. It's like, <laughs> excuse me. They yeah, have like you know, them paying people to like license their character. It's different, like for like them oh, yeah, to yeah, be like, all right, cool, you know, like go ahead and use Link or something like that. Like, all right, and like, I, think- I don't even think, bro, we don't even have any Nintendo Funko Pops yet. There's no Nintendo based Funkos. Bro. All right, all right. Sure? <laughs> no, yeah, he's right. I don't think there's no Nintendo Funkos. Like, all right. Interesting. I didn't even know I, that. I just, I just think because Nintendo's really greedy, they don't, they don't want to share nothing with nobody. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't know. And I mean, respectfully, I understand. Like you know, Nintendo's beloved, so like nobody's gonna complain about it. No, but it, I mean, I mean, it's okay to share once in a while. And you well, know, I mean, they got they got Pokemon based pops. That that's Nintendo. 
Yeah, but we're, we're we mean like you know Mario or Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving actions of Bayonetta like pop somewhere in the world. Hold on. There might be a, like uh, what are those things called? The uh, Nintendo little figurines or something, but like no Funko Pop. Like, oh, that's there really is. That's that's odd. I didn't even know that. Huh. Interesting. Oh, yeah. You learn something new. Oh, yeah, I was seeing that it actually is like a Mario game coming out. Mario Rabbits. It's like oh, Mario yeah. and Rabbits. Yeah, but that's it's a turn based strategy Sparks. type drawing. It's not really yeah. like an open world platformer. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a. That's what I was saying. Like, we need less of those and more like traditional like, I feel like the hard the, the tryhards play those games right or you know what I mean like I don't really I've never had like a casual dude come up to me and just be like oh yeah one of my favorite games is XCOM like no no yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no you're, you're you're trying too much like no one cares like the the most strategy game I think I play is Pokemon <laughs> yeah like, that's, that's my limit I don't really care about like XCOM or like you said the Mario uh meets rabbits game I mean, it's charming, sure, but like, I don't think I, I mean, me personally, I don't really care for, like, again, I can't speak for everybody. Well, yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not really big on Mario either, so. <laughs> That's true, but, uh, real quick, let's, uh, let's jump back on, a, a, on another game real quick. I know we already mentioned it, but Splatoon 3, how, how well do we think Splatoon 3 is going to do? Because, like, the game is like the, the the Splatoon two came out in like what twenty fourteen. Oh well, yeah, 17? the original thing was twenty twenty fifteen. The first one. The first one. Well, I mean Splatoon two. Oh, I think it was like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, seventeen. You're right. So that's what four year four years ago. Well, you said 2017? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about four or five years ago. So, like, there's a nice little gap between that. So, like, I feel like I feel like there was a nice enough gap that now that Splatoon 3 has been announced, I feel like there's a lot of hype behind it now. So, like, how well do we think that Splatoon 3 is going to do? I mean, I think Splatoon is, I think it's, our, I think it's actually already listed as, like, one of the top, like, five best-selling Switch games, like, period. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it was it was a huge jump from because like when the first Splatoon came out, I think it was on the Wii U. It was popular, but it had more so of like a cult following. Like only you only played Splatoon if you really knew about it. But like Splatoon Two really kind of like reshaped how uh, shooters for the Switch was now. Like once Splatoon 2 came out it was nothing like you gotta think about it. this is early Nintendo Switch right there was no other shooting multiplayer games like that at the time and the fact that it just lasted for so many years just proves like yeah like a lot of people are like people still play Splatoon to this day like and like I, I agree with you because like and I, I think Splatoon is in a in a good position because, like you said, there's not really like there's not really any like online competitive shooters on the Switch now. But like nowadays, yeah, we got like Overwatch on there and stuff like that. But like the 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 games are those games are already popular as an other system. Exactly. So it's yeah. like Splatoon is in that perfect little sweet spot where it's like I can control. They they basically control the competitive like online shooter like mind like, uh, yeah, yeah like that ring. 
inside the Switch world. So it's like, I think they're they're. I think Splatoon three is gonna do really well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's a couple things that they need to fix. Um, so like one of our biggest issues with Splatoon was like Splatoon two was like there was no like uh friend party kind of thing right like the way you would play with friends was really complicated um and i also didn't like the in-game chat like i think nintendo needs to fix that mm. i shouldn't have to download the voice chat. Just party party chat. exactly right like and i feel like with a game like splatoon because it's so multiplayer and co-op friendly they should have some type of like in in-game chat also like you know how you play like call of duty or whatever and like, you get the directly message your friends on there and shit like that we need something like that in splatoon 3 like they need to fix that because like that'll bring that'll just make the experience much more smoother and that's yeah, the, and that's the issue that is the main issue is that it's so difficult and that's with all Nintendo games. It's so difficult to invite with your friends because their main thing is, you know, to play with people in your house. You know what I mean? Or if you right. like local, locally. Local yeah. Online. But online, it, everyone would like to play with each other online, you know? Yeah, that's true. So that's something that they probably definitely got to fix, you know? Yeah. So like, let's see. Let's see how uh, their online is going to look like. Because like, I agree with you guys. Like, just implement some kind of party chat or like some kind of group chat thing where like, I like I hate when games have like a separate app just to have like, a chat a specific game. Like you're doing too much. Like it's, but, you know like, what I mean. Or, but on top of that, another issue I have with it is like now I don't. This could be a personal issue. Like this could be an individual thing, and I don't know if this is just I, like I haven't. I, I recently just got the Switch OLED, so I haven't. I haven't like touched uh, Switch Lite or the original Switch in years. So I don't know. If they're if the the functionality is the exact same, but like when I when I downloaded it, um, I pretty much went to the I don't know how new this function this feature is with Nintendo, but like they have the cloud save thing now, right? Like when I got my Switch last year, that wasn't an option. So they have this thing now where it's like you know uh, any games you play, they save through cloud save now. But that isn't the case with Splatoon, right? So, like, last time I was really playing the game is when I had my Switch Lite. But at that time as well, everything was being saved, right? So, right. It's like, when I go on to the OLED and I go to my backup cloud stage, I don't see Splatoon 2 there. So that's an issue for me because, like, with that type of game, it's so much, it's so grind heavy. You can't just be restarting that type of game all over again. So I don't know whether this needs to be a cloud save thing that they make on Splatoon 3, but like they, I, and I know they have that option, like they have it in the, uh, I think it's the option in the actual game when you go into the specific settings, where you can like transfer data or something like that. But even that in itself is complicated because I think you need the original system in order to do that. Like you have to have both of the switch systems nearby each other and it's just like it just makes everything so much difficult so it's like mm, I need that, sounds, that. that sounds way too complicated for my brain i need them to follow yeah. for sure so does like the splatoon like the pre previous splatoon games do they all interconnect with each other like if you made a character from splatoon one does it go into splatoon two and then no you just start fresh so so i i don't know because like Splatoon one again. It it was it, it wasn't as popular as Splatoon two. So like I don't know how that situation was. I'm assuming not, only because like 
bro, if I sign in, like if I was to if I was to log in on my Nintendo account on Alex's Switch, I wouldn't be able to pick up my progress in Splatoon 2. Yeah, that's that's just exercise. I would have to start over and it's just like I was like at a high rank in 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 everything and it's just like for it to reset like that is just crazy. So I'm like they need to fix that. I need that fix. Yeah, that's that I can see that that frustration. So like let's see, let's let's see what happens. Um another thing that I feel like is a lot uh really slept on in Splatoon was there like they had like a horde mode kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah. I think that thing was incredible. I think it's called like Salmon Run or something. Yeah, he's like, like Salmon Run or something like that. Yeah. First off, if you say Salmon one more time, I want to gun. That's just natural to me. You it's almost got salmon. kicked out of my wedding for that. Salmon. <laughs> salmon. I'm dare you. But uh, <laughs> but I, I want them. I want them to build on it because like as much as like I personally I love that mode, but like I do admit it was kind of short and like it was kind of tacked on. It was like a side afterthought. I think they should build more on that because, like, I don't know, as, as a fan of, like, you know, the the survival, like, Call of Duty zombie things and stuff like that, I love a good horde mode, so it's, like, build on that horde mode and, like, what, you got an A-plus, you got an A-plus Switch game right there. Yeah. Nah, yeah, definitely yeah. add more co-op oriented stuff around the time. There's one thing I do like to say about Splatoon, though, is, like, I can see... Like Mir was saying earlier, it really left its mark on Nintendo because you even got like games that kind of took its format and, and ran with it, like Ninja Jala. That oh, game yeah, that came out Jala, Jala. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So like Splatoon is like really leaving its mark of like making its own kind of genre in a way. I mean, so, think about it. It's made its way into Smash. It's made its way into Mario Kart. Like I'm pretty sure. sure what other whatever other Nintendo games that they have out, Splatoon will probably be added in there too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how Splatoon uh, how Splatoon ends up grinding for the Switch. I, I think it's gonna do fine, but we'll see what happens. But uh, moving from uh, moving from Nintendo, speaking of things that are probably gonna do really well, let's real quick let's talk about this Marvel movie that's coming out, Morbius. How's everyone feeling about Morbius? Does everyone think it's gonna sell well? Does everyone think it's gonna stink? What's what's uh what's everyone's opinions? Oh, Bro, man, I start this. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, you're good, Don. Yeah, Don starts off. Uh, okay. Yeah, Morbius. That's this is like one of my most anticipated for actually a while. Like I was, I was kind of you know looking down on the MCU for quite some time because I was kind of yeah. getting tired of the format. Of uh, just keep seeing the Aven- the Avengers over and over, so oh. it's like now that they're introducing though, like this a new character finally is like um, it's like a breath of fresh air and like seeing it's like a more darker tone too of like a vampire kind of character, and how you know it's gonna kind of kind of uh like go into like his backstory of where he came from. He seems like a science like a mad scientist that like. Uh, experiment going wrong in a way and it kind of like uh became a vampire and it seems like uh it's kind of going i hope it doesn't go down the road of uh venom but that's worth it though you know interesting uh mir you got anything you want to add 
Uh, yeah, like, I, I solely only know about this movie because of the, I don't know if this was the debut trailer of it or not, but when we seen it in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Um, like Dante said, like, mad, the whole plot of, like, him being a mad scientist going, uh, going wrong. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seems like he has, like, this, uh, this uh what do you call it like split personality type thing going on oh i wouldn't go that far he's a split personality that's more like moon knight's territory but well i well i only ask because it seems like at some point like he kind of can he had control of you know his being now and at certain points in time he kind of snaps and goes into so like this other being type of thing um, mind you, this is just briefly what I've seen from the trailer. I haven't done any research. I, I don't even know about his actual like character in the comics. Yeah. I don't really know much about him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the sole reason why I'll be probably watching it is just to see how it connects to the MCU as a whole. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for the actual movie, but like, I just want to see how he ties into everything like that. Because you know, when Marvel introduces something, there's always something behind that. Right. Uh, Nick, you got anything you want to include in this one? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's, it's, I had to agree with Don. It's definitely a different take on, you know, the typical uh, Marvel movies. It's like, you know, more in depth with, you know, more of a dark, dark side of things. So honestly, we don't see that too much as far as, you know, Marvel movies, especially the way the MCU has been going. Um, so it's interesting to see, uh, you know, a different take on, you know, especially a new character. He's not a new a character, but he's new to the big screen. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's some, it's definitely interesting to see, um, how is that going to play out? Um, I, I, I expect it to be really good though, because honestly, um, I like that he's a Spider-Man villain, which is, uh, yeah, he's, I love Spider-Man. So that's going to be interesting. I wanted to see, like, I actually didn't even see him. Uh, forgive me. I didn't even actually see him in the, I guess, the after credit scenes. Um, uh, no. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm no, sorry. No spoilers. Um, There's a few Marvel movies I haven't seen yet, so. Okay. I'm thinking there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that scene that Mir mentioned, but, um, yeah, that, Wait, be, that you said that he nope. was. <laughs> no. Nope. All right, so we're not gonna be spoiler free, but um, let's, let's just say there's a scene in in a in, Mar- in a Marvel movie where it may introduce this character. So like, let's leave it. Uh, at that. I haven't seen that. I don't know what John. All right, good. So <laughs> Nick, Nick, shut up. All right, moving forward. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see that. Um, and he has some type of connection with Blade. So that's, I'm hoping if, you know, if Blade's going to be meant, like if it's a somewhat connection to him, well, we can actually start seeing another wave of Blade movies. Not saying the Wesley Snipes series wasn't good, but I mean, I would like to see Blade come back as well. Okay, so like, let me let me jump on this because this is why I'm excited for Morbius. Because like, I agree with all you guys. Like it, what I find the most fascinating is the fact that like, one, it's cool to see like, Sony actually slowly start to kind of spill into the MCU and like give their takes and like kind of put their spin, their, their like stamp on the MCU. That I think that's really cool. And then what's cool is this opens up the door for so many other characters. Like, like you said, Blade is uh, a, a well-known, like I don't say enemy of Morbius because obviously Blade's the good guy and Morbius is more the anti-hero, but like, <clears throat> 
I feel like what's really cool is that not only does he bring that character into the thing, into the fold, but it's cool to see how it connects to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies too. Cause I don't know if you guys seen the trailer, but there's the scene where, uh, Morbius is walking down the, the, like the alleyway or something like that. And there's a picture of Sam, of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man with the murder on the wall. Like that, that I find that interesting. Cause I wonder, I want to see what that means and like what, how that even connects. Cause that shows us what happened after the, the, the franchise, you know what I mean? Like, um, and then there's the casting of Michael Keaton as, the the vulture is in this movie as well, which is cool because that's the Tom Holland Spider-Man villain. You know what I mean? So I want to see how like they plan on working all that out. That's I think that's really cool. Also, what I can when I feel like I'm kind of excited about, but also not, is the casting of Jared Leto. Now, if you guys don't know, Jared Leto played the Joker in by far <clears throat> the worst performance of that character I've ever seen in my entire life. It was horrible. It was really bad. And again, it wasn't necessarily his fault. It's just that they, they wrote the character to be this, like, wannabe gangster and, like, it just didn't fit. You know what I mean? At least for me, at least. I just absolutely despised it. Again, not not because of his acting ability. It's just because what they gave him. So, like... Oh, yeah. That's the one for Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, we don't talk about that. Oh yeah, that was terrible. I like yeah. the, the second one better. Yeah, the, the oh my gosh, that movie was so good. The James Gunn suicide. Bro, that movie so much better. Yeah. It was so good. Wait, you didn't like it, Mir? It's Suicide Squad two. Yeah, well, it's not necessarily Suicide Squad two. It's more like a reboot. Yeah, I mean it, it was cool, but like I don't know, I like I it was I didn't really like either one. Like I'm not gonna say I didn't like them, but like put it this way, like if it isn't for Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, nobody would watch that shit. What? I, I gotta agree with him. I, nobody would watch that shit. And uh, King Shark. And, King Shark is great. Don't get me wrong, I love King Shark's character, but like, come on, like. Oh, many of these DC like Birds of Prey sold because of Harley Quinn like Suicide yeah. Squad sold because of Harley Quinn nobody really cares about anything else I disagree and uh, I, the, the, I think the Suicide Squad had enough characters that other people that people were like oh I watched this because of this character and I watched because of that character Harley Quinn really yeah, didn't as much of a spotlight nah to say that to even think that like that movie without her could stand its own is crazy. Like, I think that was our first introduction to Harley Quinn, right? And then no, no, I'm talking about, about the, the reboot one. The, yeah, I agree oh, with well, you. I'm just talking about in general. Well, I'm talking about for all the movies that she's in, like, she's the selling factor, right? right. Like, even in the first one, yo, the first one had mad cast. Like, I think, uh, who played the, what's the uh, actress that played uh, the Enchantress? Uh, Cara Delevingne. She was in there. Uh, like you said, Jared Leto, Will Smith. Like the first cast was fire, but again, Harley Quinn was the selling point. She's the only character that really had that authentic personality. Everybody else was cool, but it was just like yeah, yeah, for that, yeah, for that movie, yeah. But I feel like I mean, even Suicide Squad two too. Don't get me wrong, Peacemaker was cool. He was a dick. But like, I feel like Pete, first of all, Peacemaker, Ratcatcher, King Shark, all carried their own, in my opinion. Because like you said, Harley Quinn is, is like she's like in half the movie. Well, and then we got to remember too, they were like on different parts of the movie. They were in different 
areas too. Like, yeah. like if you compare it to the first one, the first one I think every the whole gang stuck together throughout the entire right. movie. Suicide Squad Two is not like that, so it's like, yeah, I, I get it. So they get more like high yeah, where you can really like get that exactly build that kind of connection with them. Also, so, I mean, also, I get it. Even, yeah, even Polka Dot Man got like a lot of attention. I don't yeah, know what the hell that is. <laughs> oh, he kept seeing his mom and everybody. Yeah, that was really funny. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even see, I didn't even see the movie, so I can't elaborate on any of this. Oh, yeah, well, why did you talk? I would have, <laughs> I would have said everything I just said. That whore. But I appreciate it. All right, you knucklehead. But anyway, we we went on a bit of a tangent, but like, uh, yeah, I I think Morbius is going to do really well. I don't think. I don't think it's really gonna blow his mind, but I think what's good about it is is like it's gonna open a lot of avenues for everybody. Again, especially like with Blade. Like and also like I don't know if you know this, but they already casted the new Blade. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, so Maharshala Ali is going to play uh the new Blade. Interesting. So Interesting. yeah, he's um he played what the main villain in season one of Luke Cage. I don't know if you were. Yeah, that. I know who you're saying. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's it. I, I can see him doing I, that. I'm awful. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm hyped for that. Like, I'm wait, wait. Fan. I'm sorry. Wait. What happened with Luke Cage? Uh, so, okay, so you know the the bad guy in season one of Luke Cage. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, I forget his name. I, I, that's why I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about, though. I think, I think Coppermouth? Cottonmouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cottonmouth, he's fire. Yeah, he's, he's, so he, he's, he's set to play Blade in future Blade movies. That's fire. Yeah, right, right. That's, really that's what I said. Yeah. Like, for that one. Like, I'm all for that. That is perfect casting right there. So like, actually in uh, today's episode's thumbnail. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 in, he's in the he's in the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fire. It's lit. So yeah. as, as everyone can listen, we are big fans of Maharshal Ali. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I think I think uh I think that was gonna be pretty good. And speaking of good, since we're on this topic of good stuff, just the, looking at February as a whole, next month is looking like it's going to be a like a slam dunk month for gaming as a whole. Oh yeah, it's going to be like. <clears throat> let's let me let me real quick let me bring up some games that are like coming out this month that like might <laughs> kill everyone. So we got Dying Light Two releasing uh, this month. I think we already talked about that in the previous episode. So like, you know, we don't have to really hang over that one too much. But then next we got Tifu. That is an indie game that's been like really garnering a lot of attention and I don't know I think Don and Mir I think you guys know a lot about seafood but Nick you know a lot about seafood I do um I I did my research on it uh I actually wait I don't mean to cut you off but like that's the complete opposite I don't know shit about this game okay so you're the, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's yeah it's, okay. I've seen it but so, I don't really know anything about it yeah okay, so it's like it's it's this kung fu game Right, that this is—I don't know the story just yet. All I know is the game has an uh, interesting mechanic where every time you die, your character gets older. Like he starts to show old age. Right. Ah, uh, that's really cool. So, I'm assuming the game has like some kind of permadeath thing where like if you get too old, you, you die. Yeah. 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 I think that that sounds accurate though. <laughs> Definitely. So like that's a, that's a game to look out for. Uh, whatchamacallit Horizon Forbidden West comes out next month uh, Destiny's new DLC uh, The Witch Queen 
that everyone, I guess, is losing their minds about. And the real big one, here we go, Elden Ring. Nice. I don't care about this game at all. I'm sorry. I wouldn't say. Uh, <laughs> just go back on you real fast. I would say the just just because people might get a little angry, but like I would say Horizon Forbidden West is the biggest title that's coming out that month. I think it's going to be much bigger than Elden. Uh, I, I disagree, you know. but hey, you're you're free to have your own opinions. I just like wait, 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 that uh, that Elden Ring is going to be bigger than Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't even think it's gonna come close to be honest with you. Like Horizon at this point is like a Titan, like it's on the level of God of War, like uh, whoa, 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 that's, whoa, buddy. That's whoa buddy. In terms of for PlayStation games? Yeah, no, no one's topping God of War. No one's topping that. No, 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 I'm not saying it's topping it, but I'm saying it's on the level. Yeah, up. yeah. So like when it, when anything like announcement like Horizon is on the same scope of like The Last of Us and all these games, it's highly anticipated, right? Like this game's been in development for like the past four years, so it's like I think that that is definitely for sure going to be the biggest game of the month. Nah, you're trying to you're trying to go after it from software. They they're gonna sell people. People like to hurt themselves, so they're, they're gonna buy that. <laughs> yeah, but like, the, the, like, those that some software games aren't really. First of all, they don't come out that often, and not saying not taking anything away from that, like saying that they're not gonna sell because they are. But like, imagine if firm software was coming out in the fall when all this other shit is coming out. Like, yeah, it'll do well by its cult following, but, like, it's not about to be anything groundbreaking. Like, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year or anything like that. No, nah, but I think it will be yeah, a nominee, at least. I think it'll be a nominee. I'm only saying this. I'm not saying anything in the, in regards to, like, the game being trash or anything like that. I'm just talking about from the perspective of, like, marketing and what is really popular and, like, AAA titles. Mm. Elden Ring is a AAA title, but, like I said, I, I just don't think it's going to be as big as Horizon Forbidden West. That's interesting take. I mean, I don't plan to buy either one, so... And then... The, and I think... You are done. I was about to say, I think it actually is. It's, it seems like over the, the past decade, like, it's the, from software fan base, it's like, broke out of that barrier of just being a, the cult fan, and, and it's more open to, like, you know, the casual viewer of the consumer game. I thought I think the term you're looking for are psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, because I'm seeing like more people are like outside of from the from software uh, gaming community play it more. It's like people are more open to playing those kind of games now. And I don't know. I think I think can really compete with like something like Horizon because like we got to think about it. like back in 2019, Sekiro actually won game of the year that year and that was a fun stuff for a game so yeah i don't know i think it's very possible but but the only thing is is that horizon one didn't release the same year so it wasn't exactly it didn't it wasn't that competition um, right no but i'm saying like it went against yeah but like what hold on let's double track this real quick like what came out in 2019 yeah uh, 2019 was an average year for games. I think. Yeah, that's right. I, it was. It wasn't that great. <clears throat> I mean, it was okay. But it still, it's, it still went against like triple eight games, though. That's my point. Like, right. It still what went against. It, like, it, it depends. Like, all right. So look, we got. All right. So think about it. Like, I'm looking at some stuff here. We got Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 
there's Mortal Kombat 11, Gears 5, Star Wars, Control. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these games are, like, they're good, but, like, they're not... Again, then like the Last of Us came, the Last of Us Two came out what 2020? Yeah. If that came out the same year as Sekiro, it wouldn't have won. Yeah, yeah but it's, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree with that one. Like even even if Sekiro yeah. came out in 2018 when Red Dead Redemption Two, and I don't think Red Dead won Game of the Year because at this point we're talking about and like and Don, I agree with you. Like I think that from software games have broke out of that barrier of like cult. But right. it's still a very difficult game. And I think the thing about it is, is that that from software games kind of like evolve with time, not only like the gameplay mechanics itself, but also with just society. Right. Like you got to think about it within the past three years or so, like a lot of shit has become a trend now. Like, so it's cool to stream very difficult video games whether you like them or not it's just it's the trend right like reaction videos like a lot of different things have became now to where it's like it's cool to stream these very difficult video games and get reactions and just it's cool i i just think it's more so like it's cool and accepting to play these games now more so of people actually being interested into it yeah, I mean, you could say that about a lot of games, but yeah, I could see that. But even like that Star Wars game, that's like really highly rated during the time when, on 2019, like a lot of people was raving about that game. So it, it even competed against something like that, where it's like, I don't know, I think yeah, they can, but- I really, I think they can really compete with like these uh, exclusive games for each uh, console. That's that's no, all I'm saying. I, I think they can like I, really. I, I agree with you, but I, I, I think there's still levels to it. Like, I think there's like, with like, Star Wars Fallen Order was a great AAA game, but it was the first thing from Respawn that we've seen like that. So that's why I was like, it was more so of a shock to where it's like, okay, cool, like, this shit was really good, we should get a sequel. Hmm. But when we're talking about putting, like, from software games in a competitive standpoint against, like, fucking Santa Monica or fucking Rockstar or Naughty Dog, that's when it gets a little kind of, like, skewed, because it's like, I just don't think, like, I just don't see it. I just don't see more people buying Elden Ring over a game like fucking The Last of Us 2 or whatever the case may be because that's how it wins and that's how it gets its sales, right? Who's who's consuming this game more? Well, let's think we're going to have to wait until February to, uh, to get a hold of those sales and see how they do. I'm gonna I mean, anyway, we went off track. I mean, you were talking about the list of February anyway, so... Yeah, I'm sorry. That was that was the other ring was the big one. Like the only other one, the only one that is even remotely on anyone's radar is the the Evil Dead game. And like that game looks fun, but like I think it's gonna be like oh, I think I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's like I, th- I think it's I think it's not gonna do too well, but like I might buy it. And also, it's like it's also like not necessarily set to come out uh, in February. Like it might get pushed back, so we'll see what happens there. Before you continue, because there's a there's a couple things you missed, right? So, all right, so, um, so a lot of people are excited about this Dynasty Warriors Nine. I personally don't. I'm not a fan of it. I never really played the series. That's also coming out. 2008. Um, Life is Strange Remastered Collection. I'm a huge fan of Life is Strange. 
So I'm excited to play that one. Uh, that's actually been delayed. That was supposed to come out last year, but um, they delayed it until this month. We were supposed to get Saints Row, the reboot, but they delayed that until April, I believe. April or August, one of them. I'm stepping um, that. This is yeah. a game called Monarch. I don't, I'm not familiar with that too much, but I know that's coming out. Um, Grid Legends. So if you're a fan of grid racing and anything like that, that's also coming out in February. I mean, long story short, like this month is going to be a fucking, our wallets are going to be on fire for sure. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's only, there's only about two two games for this month that that have my interest. So I'll be getting all four. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that I'm personally like looking forward to is Dying Light Two and Sifu. I don't really. But I, but then, but see that's that's the interesting thing, the thing about it because it's like those two games, bro. Dying Light alone is going to take up fifty hours. Oh, what? Did you you didn't hear? Longer than that. No, no, hold on. Because I got to tell you guys real quick since we're on the topic. Dying Light 2 just released, they just, uh, Techland just released a thing that's saying uh, if you plan to complete the game like 100%, it's going to take you 500 hours. Bro, (laughs) this is what I'm saying. Like, this is going to be so bad, especially for like, or like, like any of us that's going to be buying multiple games. Oh. Like I plan on getting Evil Dead, uh, Horizon, King of Fighters, Sufu, Dying Light, Life of Strange. Bro, that's like seven games there. Oh. Again, like we just said, Dying Light can take up 500 hours. So this is just going to, it's already the beginning of the year and I'm already going to be on a huge backlog. It, so, it, those three bank loans out. Those three, those three games alone is gonna is gonna take us through the majority of the year because yeah, like, because especially Dying Light Two mm-hmm. has so much relevance. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, and then Elden Ring takes about because all from software games take about three months. So you know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's gonna take forever. But see, the interesting the interesting thing is is that Dying Light Two comes out February fourth. Elden Ring comes out February 25th. So that's about a two, two and a half week gap. Are we even going to be done playing Dying Light 2 by that time? That's going to be 2030. We're still playing Dying Light 2. Absolutely not. It's it's crazy. (laughs) And then mind you, Sifu comes out February 8th. Um, I mean, I'm getting, I'm I'm assuming Don's going to be on this train with me. I mean, I'm going to buy it and just download it for King of Fighters. Mm -hmm. That comes out February 17th. So it's like, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. This is gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah, and the, the, the I mean, to be honest with you, like as a, a, a little quick sneak peek, I'm looking at this list. March isn't getting any easier. <laughs> I mean, we got Babylon's Fall. I'm really excited for that game. Gran Turismo Seven. I'm, I have to get that. Uh, Forspoken, Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Like this. Wait, wait, crazy. wait, 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 wait. Forspoken just got moved up. I thought it was. You know, spoken is March 24th. Oh my god, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the game I'm actually looking for. Oh, too far, god, <laughs> you never know what'll get delayed, like you said, with one game and the uh, sensor getting delayed. Oh, no, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, it's not March, it's not May, it's May 20, it's May 24th. Okay, well, at least that gives me some time to just kind of get, get through these three games because the worst part. Well, it's not the worst part, but it's because those three titles that are coming out in February, they're all open world games. So that's why it's going to be a long time before we even finish one. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be rough. But, uh, but yeah, uh, earlier earlier you guys mentioned something about King of Fighters because I want to bring up a quick thing. Uh, speaking of fighters, 
apparently, there's a lot of rumors that uh, Injustice Three is going to be NetherRealm's next big fighting game. It has to. How's everyone's? What's everyone's like thoughts, wishes with uh, Injustice Three if that's what they come out with? So the thing, there's been this rumor for the past year, two years now, about how this whole NetherRealm is working on a Marvel slash DC fighting game or something like that. I'm sorry, it it was either Marvel and DC or like Marvel and Mortal Kombat or something like that. But they were saying something about NetherRealm working with Marvel or something like that. I mean, I don't really, I don't, that's not something I'm looking forward to. I don't really want anything Marvel on the NetherRealm engine. I think they're pretty good with uh, their license to be and Mortal Kombat but um, yeah I mean Injustice 3 is definitely needed it's been about five years now mm-hmm. Injustice 2 was great Injustice 2 was great it had an inimaginable roster like they had characters that like it was so big that like they introduced additional characters as skins so like for Mr. Freeze you had uh, Killer Frost as a skin, but she was an actual character in game. And then I think for like Raiden or something like that, the Black Black Lightning. Yeah, that was cool too. But these were skins, though. Mind you, yeah. keep in mind these were. This how big this roster is at this point. Like they're adding additional characters as just skins. It, it's crazy. So like, the thing is, is like what can they do like i'm not even talking about from a campaign perspective but it's like they introduced so many characters in the first two games are we just going to get recycled characters that's the thing that i'm kind of worried about yeah Yeah, i mean mean, they still they still got a bit of remember they still got a bit of like rogues gallery i feel like because remember you got you got characters from like the suicide squad and like i feel like they'll start adding characters from there so like yeah but then again, I, I think Ed, Ed is spread because Suicide Squad includes. Uh, I think Deadshot was one in one of the games, right? Wasn't he in the first one or something like that? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Deadshot, but I mean, I'm talking like the more obscure characters, like you got right, like right, right, yeah, I got you, yeah, yeah, like Killer Shark or I mean not Killer Shark, King Shark, or like you know, oh, I'm trying to think of another one off the top of my head, but Boom, Captain Boomerang, yeah, yeah, both, yeah, I be, got you, yeah. that'd be pretty funny though, or maybe yeah, more stuff from like the. Titans or yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. That's another one. You can, get, you can get like Gizmo or Beast Boy or yeah. You know, we already got Cyborg, and then we had Cyborg Rainbow. and Starfire. Starfire was in the. Same oh yeah, that's right. Starfire was in there, and then obviously Robin. So it's like you know they got Beast Boy, Terra, Blade, uh, you know character. You know the what's the other bad guy characters like Gizmo, Jinx. Uh, we need Raja Raja Ghoul in there. Yeah, there, there's one. Yeah. Put that woman in there. We haven't had that woman. In there. Yeah, that woman. I mean, they already had a Red Hood, who's my favorite. So like, did they had Dom- did they had Domino in there? <clears throat> Domino's, Domino's Marvel. Marvel. Oh yeah, I'm not fool. <laughs> How dare you? Did see? But, uh, but uh, here's here's my interesting take on it. I I if they do Injustice Three, that's cool and all. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against it. Like I, I actually I love Injustice Two. I want NetherRealm to do something different, though. I want a fighting game of, like, 90s horror characters. So I want, like, Freddy, Jason, Freddy, Jason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, Ma- uh, Maniac Cop, The Page Master, Candyman. Look at that. Make it happen, NetherRealm. 
Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah that, that, that's something. That'll be something easy they can do. Yeah. Exactly. And like, remember, because the main, the main thing Netherrealm's known for is obviously Mortal Kombat. It's like the gore, it's like the gore game. With that kind of like, with that kind of IP, where they take like '90s horror characters, they can take that gore to like eleven. You know what I mean? They can just go way so, up. I, I agree. But the thing though is, is that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would want the art style from art art system work. I would want that type of art style. I don't know so, how well that will work, especially in terms of gore, because like a lot of the the games that art system works make, they don't really have much blood going on in them. But like I, I just I adore the like the art style of it. It's phenomenal. I don't care what engine they. I don't care what engine is. If it looks like Mortal Kombat, I'm fine. Mortal Kombat was beautiful. MK11 was a gorgeous game. It does, I don't know, like, I was playing it the other day, it didn't really age well. MK11? Yeah, I'm looking at it, I'll be looking at it now like, eh. It looks great. It even ran on the Switch. I would. I was about to say, wasn't it uh, Mortal Kombat that added, like, Freddy Cougar or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the older nice. ones, yeah, they added Freddy Cougar, so, like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So they already that was exclusive, ideas though. Exclusive. That was, I think it was only, that was only on PS, PS3. Yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. It was crazy that was on PS3. Yeah. But, that, but that's my point. Like, they've already had a few horror icons in the Mortal Kombat franchise. So, like, you got you got ideas for movesets right there. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't imagine doing some combos as a, like... Right, imagine playing as a like, ghost face. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing what, some combos. Having combo on, like... <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. That'd be baller. That's cash money. Right yeah. There. I'll take that any day. Yeah, it should be fire. But if they if they announce that that's their next game, what I pre-order that game. That's a that's a big statement coming for me. I'll pre-order that shit. <clears throat> so let let's see what another realm uh, let's see what another realm decides to do with with their next game if they even come up with a game soon. <clears throat> but uh, all right, let's we're getting a little close. We're getting a little a little late there. So why don't we start uh, doing our short takes? Don, you got any short takes for this episode? Oh yeah, Zelda. You know, Breath of the Wild too. I'm like we said earlier, we're not sure if it's gonna come out this year, but I'm definitely uh, it makes that gives me time now to go back into the history of Zelda because I I don't know too much about the franchise. I haven't played a Zelda game in general, so I definitely want to dive into the the lore of Zelda and the storyline and everything. I I always wanted to get into the series, but I just never seeked it out. But now that I got like a Nintendo Switch from last year, I definitely can start diving in. That's all right. That's, 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 cool. that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Mir, you got any short takes you want to take over? Uh, yeah. One of the short takes, well, it's actually me and Nick. Uh, we wanted to just briefly talk about how this year we've really been into the comic culture now. Like, um, so I've been like, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure everybody's aware of this now, but like, um, you know, there's, uh, streaming subscription services now, like DC, um, DC Unlimited. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Cosmicology. Um, and then Marvel has its own Marvel subscription, Marvel Unlimited, actually. So like, I've just been reading like a lot of old school golden age, like, classic shit from like uh you know like the 1940s 1960s from marvel and dc but i think the the interesting thing about like a lot of those old school things is that every time i read it it reminds me of like 
a classic cartoon from that time period too. Like if it seems like a lot of that stuff that they were writing correlated what was uh, being presented on TV. So like, you know how like Scooby-Doo back in the day, like it was very like a lot of the shit that they did were, was really cheesy and goofy and like, it just wouldn't like they you could like you wouldn't be able to produce something as simple as that now. It's just like that's how comic books were like back in the day. Like I'm not sure if you guys ever read like the the very first issue of X Men, but like the cool thing about it was like uh, they want they they face off against Magneto or whatever the case may be, but it wasn't really like actually fist hand-to-hand combat type of thing right like it was goofy things like you know how i'm and I, i'm sorry to keep going back to it but like that's the thing that i can kind of reference from but like you know how like Scooby do the classic tv show they would catch villains by doing like this crazy simple maneuver setup in order to capture the villain that's how things were happening back in the comics so like they were instead of actually like fighting magneto they were using you know Obviously, they were using their brains to, like, find traps and little goofy, subtle things in order to, like, defeat the villains. So I just think that's something I really admired about, like, those golden age type comics. And then, obviously, the artwork, you know what I mean? Like, that's when it was at the, its most authentic and raw. So, like, I just think that's really cool. So, like, 2022 is definitely going to be a year for, like, comics for me. Interesting. That was the longest short take I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know you mentioned that that was for Nick. Nick, you got any like quick thing you want to add to it? Um, yeah, just to piggyback off what he's saying. Um, yeah, we just been really the comic books has really just been making a come up. Um, I'm reading. I'm actually reading this new series, uh, The Death of Doctor Strange, and uh, man, it's fantastic. I really recommend anybody giving it a shot. And honestly, I think I recommend you know giving a lot of people a chance to really read a comic because it just gives you a different take on instead of watching what it is on the big screens because they like they like to leave out a lot of content a lot of additional information that might leave you guessing on you know like what if or is this supposed to happen this way like it leaves you with a lot of questions so when you dive into the comic books it gives you a different take on a character to be specific so honestly yeah i i just to piggyback off everything he was just saying like i just think that comic books are definitely on to come up and everybody should be trying to read a comic these days i i, I agree everyone needs, everyone needs to embrace nerd culture you know um but uh, okay i'll jump into my short take for the end of this uh, so those of you who do not know uh yeah brown man has officially joined the pc master race a little, little round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm an elitist. Like, I'm not going to say, like, you know, the, the PC is the bio end-all, like, machine for me. Because, like, because I do still love to play on the Switch. Like, I play Overwatch on the Switch, and, like, I play a few other things on the Switch. Wait, 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 wait. You have Overwatch? Yeah. Don't you hate Overwatch? Hmm. Especially on the Switch, it's fine. It's what it is. It carries me over. Yeah. It's on the dust off my Switch every now and again, but... Is it, is it over? Now? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Mm. But uh, but back on on the PC things, like the, it's it's for me, it's like the whole like the roster of games is like mad. Like I have games that like I have PlayStation Two games, I have th- the three DS games on my computer right now, and like I can play those now. Even, even like I couldn't have done that without buying the actual old console. So it's like I do love the addition of like you can play whatever you want 
going back to however far back you want to go. And, like, the idea of, like, being able to customize everything from, like, the graphics all the way down to, like, the controls. Like, everything is just so much more accommodating. So it's like, I'll probably be playing PC a lot more often than playing on console. And, like, I'm sorry, my, my Xbox is becoming my Netflix machine now, so... So would you say that this year alone, pretty much all your purchases is going to be on PC? Not all, but I would say about 80 to 90%. Because like I said, I plan on getting Pokemon Legends. Uh, well, I meant like uh, for like third party shit. Like, so for example, for, yeah, like uh, if, it, if, it, well, if like, it comes out on the PC, I'll probably get it on the PC. Like, like Dying Light 2, is that a PC? Yeah, that, that's something I'll probably get on the PC. Or like... Uh, like Forspoken, if it comes out on PC, I'll get Forspoken. Yeah, it's it's gonna be on PC, so that'll give you a chance to play it. Yeah, so that'll be right on my Steam library. But uh, yeah, when we uh did that, there it's a great episode, boys. Very Nintendo heavy. So uh, if you enjoyed this, give us a follow, like, all that fun stuff. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify. And I, are we on anything else, Nick? Is is it just Apple those? Music? Apple, look at that. You can follow us on Apple Music, too. So uh, thank you guys for joining for Episode 5. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>